Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in, and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most jackpot poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with jackpot poker. Play it now at America's Card Room. Okay, welcome to Ask Alex episode 88 on the OneOuter.com podcast sponsored by AmericasCardroom.com. If you want 27% rate back from AmericasCardroom.com, Simply sign up for your account by clicking on one of the adverts on the OneOuter.com website. Follow us on Twitter at OneOuter.com and join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash OneOuter. This episode and all other previous episodes are on the OneOuter.com website and also via iTunes for free. If you want to send questions in for Alex on a future show, then please email them to questions at OneOuter.com. Alternatively, you can tweet them or post them on the Facebook page. Alex, uh, episode 88, we're approaching 100. Wow. Uh, how are you? Are you going to last to 100? I'm, I'm going to, man. I'm, uh, I'm in for the distance. I don't know, man. I'm going to make some money, and then I'm going to take some time off. But I'll always come back for the one-hour podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love, yeah, I love yeah, we this. we an hour. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's an hour. It's an hour. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, how you been? I'm good, I'm good. Um, what's been happening this week poker-wise? I, I can't remember if it was this week or last week. I know you did well last week, but you seem to be getting a lot of deep uh, deep action recently. Yeah. Uh, and getting, I think you won a tournament and maybe made a couple more final tables or something yeah, as well. If you guys want to check out the YouTube channel at, uh, I think it's just called Assassin Auto Coaching, to be honest with you, I don't know what I'm doing on YouTube, but... Uh, uh yeah I, I i won the uh uh the 5k guarantee i think it was the 5k guaranteed on uh 888 it was uh a, it, to be honest with you i can't remember what i won but, uh hold, hold on one second it was uh oh yeah it was the 109 hurricane 8k guarantee that was it and uh yeah i took that one down which was a pretty good feeling because that was that was on a sunday and uh I was sick. Uh, I'm not gonna say what because it's uh, some people are kind of sensitive to that, but they don't want to hear about that. But yeah, it was pretty bad. And uh, I, I used to do this thing where it was like, oh, I'm sick. I'm not gonna play, or like I'm not feeling it. I'm not gonna play, right? And I kind of realized recently that if I do that every time, I feel a little off. I'm probably not gonna be playing that much because. I'm working quite a bit these days because I'm trying to, you know, before it was all about, you know, take care of the taxes, take care of the car, take care of the house, all that stuff. Now it's like, uh, you know, I'm trying trying to put, you know, trying to sock something away right now. And uh, I'm working probably a little bit more than I should, but I enjoy it. You know, I, lo- I love what I do. and But, like, that doesn't mean I'm not, you know, like, like when I show, show up at the tables, I've been working for 10 hours those days. You know, a lot of people are a little fresher than me, but I gotta, I gotta dig deep. I can't just say like I don't have it today. You know what I mean? And yeah, so I, I, what I'm doing now is I'm playing like less tables, and uh-huh. uh, I, I notice like here's the thing: like if I have like unlimited time on my decisions, I make 
incredibly good decisions, right? There's what I'm starting to notice. Like, I, I am... I'll be... I, uh, I cannot believe how good at poker I am. I'm just kidding. But, like, I'm... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised by the quality of my decisions lately. Like, something... There, there was always some, like, basic something going on. I don't want to say insecurity, but there was, like... I didn't have full control like I have now. And, I, I, I mean, that's a combination of studying... Like, if you watch the videos I put up lately, it's it's pretty clear I'm really in command. Like, I'm launching some un- unbelievably fun bluffs, right? And big bluffs. And uh, I'm also, like, making some pretty tight folds. And, it, you know, it's leading to wins. I think this is, like, the fifth win in the last, like, month or two. And, like, I, I play, like, three, four tournaments a night. You know what I mean? So it, that's pretty hard for me to do. You know, mm-hmm. and it's... Uh, the really, I mean, the big reason I'm playing is just to show people, like, look, I know what I'm doing, right? Like, I know I don't do this full-time anymore, but I, I know what I'm doing, and I'm in the game, right? And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a joy. I'm, I mean, it's been, uh, I, I've been doing a lot of work with Cardrunners EV, and when I, now that I know the numbers behind a lot of my bluffs, and then I've also kind of identified what bluffs are a little more suspect, so I, I've just cut those out, and I've tried to, like, redouble my efforts on the ones that really uh, are, are great bluffs. And I'll also just, when I'm taking time, like, if I'm playing four tables, right, and I'll play, like, four tables at night, that, that's about it, right? I'll, I'll, I'll play four tables, and I'll, uh, I'll take, like, my time with my decisions, right? And if I have to, I'll, like, I'll, I'll walk through it, like, even verbally, even if I don't have the recorder on, I'll be like, okay, do that, 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 and that, right? Well, what, what what does that make me think he has, right? Whereas before, I think I was a little more rushed. I think I was a little more dissatisfied with life. Uh, I just wasn't doing a lot of things that I was enjoying. Uh, I, I mean, life was just it, life was just coming a million miles an hour, and I just wasn't handling it that well. I wasn't really a good personal manager, even as you know. Uh, for I mean, like I wrote down, I, I did this post. You guys can see it in my blogs. Like if you go to PokerAdrush.com, I just posted a new blog, uh, and in that blog you can link back to like what were my goals for 2016. The biggest thing was like I managed myself horribly in 2015. Like I had no idea what I was doing, right? And I, you know, I spent my Christmas break like reading some personal management books. And I'm starting. I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of it. Like four months in, that's really reflecting in my poker game. And one one of the other things I've been doing is, uh, like, I'll play four tables, and like when I get when I get a decision, I'll spend as much time as possible on it. But when that decision's over, I like I make a clean break, right? Like I go to like I, I I'll be honest. I have to like answer emails while I'm playing because I I just don't have time to just do nothing else. So, like, Uh I'll I'll be answering emails, I'll be watching baseball, I'm watching the NBA playoffs now, I'll be working on my projects, I'll be watching training videos, I'm trying to fit in all this stuff I can't do during the normal, uh, during during the normal day. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, you're not paying 100% attention, I was like, and that's why I used to never do this, and then it occurred to me, with Holden Manager 2, I can just read the synopsis of like every hand right and it takes me like four seconds with my training and that to me is much more interesting than watching the hand play out with these eternal time banks that take two minutes plus and uh 
I, I, I just, you know, if I know what happens in every single hand and I pay perfect attention during the hands I play, like what am, what am I exactly missing, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in the old days, I would get so bored during the downtime between hands that I, I would just need to find something else. Uh, so I would boot up more tables. The problem was when I finally did get a decision that was really crucial, like make or break for the tournament, uh, I, I just didn't really have the time to think of, think about it, and I, I, I was just suffering from decision fatigue. And uh, this, this time now, I, I think there's a reason I'm winning as many tournaments as I do, is I just have all the time in the world to think about my decisions. And then there's also, uh, you know, that obviously there's a component of I'm running really well. And, uh, but yeah, it's been really fun doing this YouTube channel as well. You know, I get to post videos like every night or every other night, like during the week. And, uh, you know, I get to kind of talk about what's going on around here in Costa Rica, which is fun because, you know, I don't, uh, I, I, I'm answering questions on this show. I'm not exactly, uh, I, I'm, I'm not exactly like talking about what's going on. Uh, but <laughs> there's, a. If you guys want to hear about the most horrific nights, uh, night ever spent with hipsters ever, you can see that in a recent video. Uh, some people said that was really funny. My experience at a jazz club here, which a, uh, it was just too lengthy to put on here, but it was incredibly funny as an observer. It was absolutely awful being there. Like I did not know hipsters could be this douchey, but yeah, they, they, they proved me wrong. They, you know, they they're catching up to their American counterparts, and yeah, there's just lots of stuff like that. There's movie reviews. There's, you know, talk 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 about what's going on. So yeah, it's been you know it's been a good time, man. And this is what I love to do is like content creation and winning. So you know, life's good. It's good. More the the uh, assassinato media empire grows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's moving. I, I still got. I got to get the orders of socks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those socks. I mean, the waiting list for the, that is just crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got them bright, bright yellow and light blue. I, fi- I figured everybody would like those colors. You know, I, I was saying, I was, you know, I was born on the eighty in the eighties. I thought it was. I was gonna be on an eighties tip. You know what I mean? I'm just still waiting for the Brinks truck to deliver uh, my royalties. But yeah, let's get it. Let's get in on this. Yeah, okay, let's get into the questions, and the first one is from Craig. Uh, hoping you can find the time for this question on a show soon. What do you think about moving from cash games to tournaments? I'm a winning player at 100 NL over a very large sample, but when I move up to 200 NL and take shots at 400 NL, I'm losing. I just feel really outclassed here. So I'm thinking about moving to tournaments where there are more bad players, even at the higher buy-ins. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's absolutely true that there are uh, it, there are bad players at higher buy-ins in tournaments, but uh, there's also quite a bit more variance in the higher uh, higher stakes tournaments. Uh, it 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 can be pretty severe, you know. A lot of times, uh, a, a lot of the work I've been doing recently is just with like fifties and hundreds, you know, which I, I guess is pretty firmly mid stakes. I do play a lot of, you know, I do play a lot of high stakes tournaments, right? I, I have, I can do that. I just, you know, there's a lot of times I don't do that because I, I just don't really see the profit in it. Or I see the variance does cost you money. You know what I mean? Like I've been, I've had people like, yo man, I'll put you in the 25 K. I'll give you this deal. And it's like, yeah, it's a good deal. But like at the, at the same time, I'm thinking like, man, like, 
I don't want to have to like work off at 25k my whole you know like my whole year and uh you you don't think like you're playing like these high stakes tournaments you don't think it's going to add up a lot of times it can be three 5k a day you just have a couple bad days it's like 15 20,000 it's like congratulations you just played like the Bellagio major back 10 years ago whatever that was right and it's uh it, it can really rack up um I don't know your particular situation. Typically, what we talk about on this show is just how to make like a stable living. And I always made a really stable living at 100 NL. Um, if you're not really getting up there to 200 NL, I, I'd really recommend. Uh, I'd watch a lot of Matthew Jonda videos. He's uh, he's probably best, uh, probably the best like theoretician, uh, theoretical player. Uh, theoretician, what theorist? What what the hell am I talking about? But yeah, it's a uh, uh, yeah. Uh, he's probably the best like theorist when it comes to like just poker in general. And I found a lot of his concepts translate really well to my uh, my friends who play cash games. Uh, I I really uh, also with this poker and snowy app. This is a pretty big deal because a lot of cash games is like playing optimally because. Uh, in tournaments, tournaments are such a different ball game because a lot of times the people don't really know who you are and they probably never will because you play 50, 100 hands with them, then you move on and they don't see you again for another four months. And, uh, so you got to play like really exploitable poker, right? That can really create some bad habits when you go into, uh, cash games, right? Uh, and vice versa. Like I, I find cash game players are always worried about balancing their range, which makes me laugh my ass off because, like what what you know it's like the kid's got like 22 big blinds and he he never check raises from that stack and he can't float out of position he checks you and it's like literally you could see by any two cards here you'll turn a profit right and you're playing 47 more hands with the guy the situation's probably not going to come up again and if it does he probably still isn't going to figure it out right and then people will check back 40 percent of their hands and let the guy lead the turn because hey i got to balance my range and i'm like what are you talking about Right, and there's a lot of that stuff. Uh, in tournaments, are a little difficult to adjust to, and uh, I always make good money at 100 NL. I make good money at 200 NL, but like if you can't move up, I mean that's not even a big deal. Like 100 NL is good money, and it sounds like you're a winner over a decent sample. Uh, I I just constantly be working on trying to improve your game. Don't focus as much about moving up, but try to work on improving your game. Uh, pretty much every time I was so risk averse when I was younger. Every time I moved up, it was because it, it had gotten embarrassing how long I had stayed at the previous level, right? Because I'd, I'd just been, uh, I had just been, uh, you know, destroying it, right? And uh, I, I was slow to move up, but that gave me a lot of my chops. That gave me a lot of my skills. And uh, so I would really recommend you just really hammer 100 and out. You're already making a paycheck. Do you know how few poker players can make a paycheck, right? And... Uh, I don't know where you live, but like, I mean, you can make a, you're going to have a good living, living somewhere. Like you make 2K a month. That doesn't sound like much, but if you move to, uh, you know, certain parts of Asia, certain parts of uh, uh, Central Latin America, uh, there's a lot. I mean, these days with Uber and Airbnb and all that crap, like, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff you can get for real cheap, right? And uh, I, I would say just like, look at all your options where you can live, what you can do. And I, I would start, uh, you know, that's the other thing I'm seeing, like, uh, 
on this Airbnb, you can get a lot of places for like a month. Do you know like what a pain in the ass it was for me to find like an apartment for just a month when I was uh, coming up? Right, like I would have loved to have stayed in Malta for just a month or two to try it out, but I had to sign a year-long lease, and then I, you know, I was there for a year. My 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 roommate bailed on me, but uh, <laughs> my roommate bailed on me, let me with the lease, which was, you know, it, it 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 turned out all right. The guy he replaced himself with, like who I'd never met in my life, uh, <laughs> and it ended up being like a really cool dude. And they're both like cool people, so it worked out fine. But like it. I remember at the time being like, uh, I don't think this is how it works, but all right. But yeah, I mean, man, kids these days, man, I'm making a paycheck. I don't know what to do. You're doing great, man. You're doing great, man. You uh, don't, uh, I know there's a lot of good players. I'd also check your game selection as well. Like something I used to do is I would just pull up, I, I would just pull up 100 NL on a lot of different sites and I'd play goofy hours and stuff like that. That's just not as much of a problem if you're like, if you're young and single, you know what I mean? I don't know how many hours you have, but right now, like, the di- here's the difference between you and me, man. You're rich in one thing, I'm rich in another, all right? You're rich in time, homie. Like, you're, like time is something, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm doing pretty well right now, but, like, do you know how hard it is for me to find the time to do anything? Like, anything, you know what I mean? It's really difficult. And uh, you, if you're young... You know what I mean? You're just getting in this. You got time. That is wealth, man. Like uh, that. That's that is powerful. Having time and being able. And if you have the energy to pursue it, right now, that's the that's another type of wealth. You know what I mean? Now you can destroy that stockpile by like drinking and smoking weed and treating your body like real terrible regular days of the week, right? And uh, you know I'm not gonna act like I didn't do that when I was younger, but it, it pays, it takes a, it takes a toll. I just got, I just got an advanced look at, uh, Dr. Trisha Gardner's upcoming book. It's fantastic, Barry. It's like, it's something she was talking about. And I, I like looked this up on the back end. Uh, she, she, I, I like Googled it afterwards and it was like, there was a hundred studies about this. It's like, you, they, they found out your brain actually can like generate uh, can like regenerate itself as you get older, right? And it's, uh, I, I think it was, uh, your brain loses 5% of its mass every decade after 30. And uh, it, you, there are ways to accelerate that and literally shrink your brain, right? And one of those is alcohol use. Uh, second is uh, drug abuse. Third is, uh, you know, like eating a really crappy diet. Uh, fourth is uh, really terrible sleep patterns. Five is just no exercise, and six is not learning anything new. And I was thinking, hey, that's everything I did on the tour for a few <laughs> years. You know what I mean? And uh, I wasn't learning anything new, and I was just eating fried food and crappy food. I mean, and they, you know, it, it's kind of cool. I lived that for a while. Like it was kind of cool in China, like just walking through the streets and like eating from street vendors and stuff like that. And you know, everybody told me I was nuts. But I was like, whatever. Like, you know, I, ne- I never get sick. I tell people I never get sick, and the reason for that is I expose myself to a lot of this crap, and I just, I don't know. Everybody gets sick all the time. I don't get sick. Like, even when I do get sick, I still worked yesterday. I was still fine. I didn't, I, I still worked the last couple of days, even though I didn't feel amazing. I'm still fine. It, it, you know, uh, it, it, I got to go a little slower, but it's not like, it's not like I'm thinking about it, aside from a couple, like, 10-minute trips uh, to the restroom. But, like, uh yeah, anyway, 
But like, yeah, if you want to like uh, grow, you know, treat your body right, study a lot, study, 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 get on all the training sites, uh, you know, just be, uh, just be working on things, man. Like try to pick specific filters uh, that can show you where, uh, there was something we talked a lot about with uh, uh, Master Poker with one hour a day. Uh, we talked about the specific things you need to be looking for to create like deliberate practice sessions. Uh, you know, we're, uh, uh, if you sign up for my newsletter at pokerheadrush.com, I think what I'm going to be doing in the future is I, I'm going to be doing a lot of free webinars to be promoting the like premium stuff. But in the free webinars, I'll give away a lot of stuff too. You know what I mean? So you want to be signed up and ready for those free webinars and checking them out. So uh, they're going to be available to my, uh, they're going to be available to my uh, email newsletter subscribers. I feel like Donald Trump, like when I'm stalling for time, I got to repeat myself three times. And then, uh, oh, did you see? Mexicans. <laughs> like, uh, did you uh, did, did, did you see he pretty much got the nod? He's got the nomination? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are yeah. So, all right, here's your, here's your choices right now, all right? You got, you got, uh, you got Hillary Clinton, who's uh, under FBI investigation. And by, uh, I don't know the facts. I do know that she shifted a lot of petroleum interests over to Russia after her foundation received $130 million, right? And uh, by the way, the Clinton Foundation, in their tax reports, reports that they give 10% to charity. So the other 9%, 90% is, you know, flying their ass around. And then you got Donald Trump, who... Uh, I don't know. He sounds like Mussolini when he gets really into it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, good game, America. This is a this is a great this is a pretty crappy final season, but you know it had some good ones to begin with. But like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, we're we're doomed. We're doomed. But, well, definitely. I think it's like, what do you pick? You know, I'd hate to make that choice and that, but it's actually voting. It's polls day in Scotland today. Oh for, yeah, yeah uh, Scottish, voting, so. Scottish National Party's killing it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good. So I got, I got that's a good. vote today at some point. But, um, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool how you guys have really mobilized the last like five years. You know what I mean? That's a, I mean, like obviously as an American, I don't really know what's going on, but like it seems like Scotland's like really got a huge voice now. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty cool because uh, from what I gathered from when I was younger, it wasn't always like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Scottish National Party's got... It's the biggest party now in Scotland. It's going to walk these elections as well and stuff, you know, so... Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, but that, like anything, like, I'm a bit of a, you know, contrarian, and it was... Oh, is that a great thing, like, when they get so big in, like, in five, ten years, if they're, like, you know, one huge party that right, no right. opposition and that... It, it doesn't matter who it is and what their interests are going in. Give them like ten years in power, and you know they're all they are all the same. It's a it's they are a all the same. But they, they, are. they are all they the are. same. Once they're in power, a politician's main goal is to stay in power. You know, it's yeah. not yeah. about it's about keep staying in power. That's what it is, and it's it, yeah. I'm a bit jaded with it all. Well, that's a, that's why I was always into uh, like very libertarian ideas, which was just. That that idea is like there are, there cannot be a ruler who is fair and just. Therefore, we must remove as much of the power as humanly possible, right? And something that's really interesting I didn't think about recently, it's like under a libertarian system, uh, 
if Washington State, like, wanted uh, where I'm from, right, which just goes gaga goo for Bernie Sanders, right, uh, it, it, like, if they wanted to be a socialist state, they could be, right, under that system, right? Like, it, the, the, that system, the original system of the United States, affords the states a lot of rights. So if you wanted to be in a socialist system that had, like, free college and free everything, but you paid 70% taxes, uh, you could move to Washington State, right? But uh, if you didn't want to pay any taxes, you could move to another state. And I always thought that was the most fair, right? Because then people had their choice. And, uh, but totalitar- totalitarianism is when you don't have that choice, right? And that's what really we have now, which is whatever choice I, you know, my friends have to pay 50% taxes no matter what they believe, right? And uh, if you think about that, that means you work from January to July for the United States government. And uh, uh, I don't know. That's breathtaking to me, man. But yeah. Anyway, well, that that that, that ended on a good note. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Craig. I don't think you asked about world politics, but um, you did. Yeah, you did now. You did now. Yeah. <laughs> we threw it in there. That's that's free as well. Um, okay. Next question is from Sean. Hi guys, uh, I have been working my way through the previous shows and I went all the way back to when it was Barry interviewing different players. Uh, wow, you got some great unique interviews. Phil Helmuth was awesome and Alan Boston and Phil Lack were great also. I still have to listen to the others. My question is on short stacking, last two tables of an online MTT and let's say even going to the final table as short stack. What should I be thinking about rather than just find two best cards I've seen in a while and shoving them in and hoping? Thanks. Oh, well, right there, I think, is uh, the big mistake I made for a number of years and possibly you're making right now is uh, judging your hand's value based on is this the best hand I've seen in a while? Uh, that's something that like commentators who don't really know a whole lot about poker, or maybe they're trying to spice things up. Uh, add in there it does it's not really uh, it's not really relevant uh, the the hardest thing about poker the the way that like po- uh, tournament poker can teach you a lot about Zen there's a lot of times especially live I'll have been sitting there for two and a half hours and it goes raise and re-raise I look down at the first card and it's like 10 right and I'm like do not look at the next card right do not look at the next card whatever the next card is it's not good enough i look at the next card it's a 10 right and i'll be like ah, right because like the t- the guy that went ray the guys that went raise and re-raise are really tight players right and uh 9 times out of 10 i get in my 10s here but this is not the situation right now if i throw in this justification that this is the best hand i've seen in two and a half hours i'm going to put my money in here and I could be really, really far behind. In fact, that's really likely what's going to happen, right? And uh, I could get really lucky, and uh, I, that could create a confirmation bias that doesn't really exist. Survivorship bias that's not really uh, applicable. That's not really, I mean, uh, excuse me, it's just not realistic. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, I, uh, I think it's much, uh, something to work on is, uh, it, it, it sounds really real, re, ridiculous, but you kind of have to sort out your life aside. Uh, and one of, the, one of the things that's really helpful is like meditation. I'd really recommend uh, checking out the Headspace app. Uh, it's guided meditations for people that... Are, it's really good. It's like a very practical, no BS way to meditate. And uh, it's, very, it's very much... Oh, by the way, one way to regenerate, to 
to spur neurogenesis is to meditate. Like that's been proven a dozen times over, right? So if you really want your brain to grow, this is a wonderful way to go about it. And I find if you kind of like, uh, if you spend a, like if you're playing like a live or online tournament in the morning, you, you know, you get a little bit of exercise, uh, you kind of sit there and do some deep breathing exercises, you know, you don't have to do the um and like pretend you're going to le- levitate in the lotus position, right? Uh, you can, uh, I, I find like when you get in those situations, you're a li- little bit better at breaking it down like spot by spot. And uh, a, a lot of this is just practice, you know what I mean? And you can get a lot of practice. Oh, something I was going to say about in the past question, like a lot of it's about being game theory optimal with cash games. Poker Snowy, I think, is a great way to practice uh, with like game theory optimal situations, right? Whereas I don't think it's as applicable to tournaments because uh, tournaments you don't want to play like you're playing against a player who's played billions of hands because most likely mm-hmm. you have not found that player. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, as far as like tournament poker, you do have to like practice a lot of situations. And one of the reasons, one of the ways I do that is I test myself, right? So I'll put myself in a spot where it's like this guy opened the button to like 2.5x, right? And I'm in the big blind. Uh, what's the worst hand I'll jam here if he has, and I'll start like adjusting things, right? I'll start testing myself, which is uh, if he's opening 45% of the hands, 35% of the hands, 25% of the hands, 15% of the hands, uh, if he raised the 2.5x, if he raised the 3x, if, uh, you know, if my stack was 30 big blinds, would I jam anything? 25 big blinds, 20 big blinds, what do I jam? 15 big blinds, 11, 9, what do I do? And I, I think this is a really, uh, I think this is a really valuable lesson. Like, uh, there, there's this one, there's this great book, uh, uh, Anything You Want by, uh, Derek S., the dude who came up with CD Baby, right, and then so- sold it. And he was talking about, like, he wanted to be a singer, and this was the thing everybody told him, like, you're born with it or you're not. And he just, he loved playing live music, and he loved playing music, right? So he didn't, he, he, he didn't really subscribe to that. He, he wasn't really into that because he wanted to keep playing. He was having a good time. So he went to a lot of vocal lessons, and he had, he had like, a teacher that would be like, all right, now do it double time. Now do it in an octave low, lower. Now go back to that song we haven't sung in three months, right? What happened is his voice became much more versatile, like really fast, right? Because he's put through this really rigorous, deliberate practice, right? And then eventually he said, like, I have a good singing voice now, right? And I've, like, you know, I've heard it on YouTube. It was like, or, no, I didn't hear it on YouTube. That was someone else <laughs> I'm thinking about. But, yeah, and I mean, he, this does not seem like a BSer, this guy, right? And, I mean, the dude, dude did play live music as his gig for a long time. And uh, the dude, you know... And it's like, wow, man, that's really, that's really cool. And you think about it, that's kind of like life, you know what I mean? You can, uh, I remember when I was like real broke, uh, I, I, you know, like I, like, uh, being real broke was a step up from where I was, right? Because it was kind of, uh, when you got, when you got some people, uh, in there, I, I mean, like, when there, there's some, like, substance abuse going on, right, and, you know, you're fighting every day, and, like, you don't, can't take care of anyone, and everything's out of control, just being on your own feels like an incredible step up, right, and I, I was, like, I, I was in Everett, I was in a place called Casino Road, and uh, I don't know how it is now, but it certainly was not that good looking back then, and, you know, it was, like, living in the garage, no heating, no plumbing, 
And uh, I'm still in high school, right? So I can find a way to get three cities over to get to my high school, right? Uh, every day, you know, my buddy drove me. It was cool. But, like, you know, I remember thinking it was like, now you're, you know, it was like a video game. Like, now you're in Everett. Now you're in a garage. Go, right? Like, and then it was like, now you're in downtown Seattle, right? Uh, now you're in a condo. Go. Now you're in South Korea. Go, right? Like, pick a, you know, pick a place, you know, pick an amount of money and go, man. That's like... That's life, and I, that's kind of uh, why I just made the webinar um, uh, Test Your Poker, which we're going to be, uh, excuse me, I was about to sneeze, uh, I'm allergic to bad webinars, and uh, this, one, this one still needs some work, I'm putting some gloss on it, so uh, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, no, it's, uh, but with Test Your Poker, essentially, I put you in a lot of situations like that, right, where it's like, uh, because a lot of people, they're just like, this is how they test themselves, right? Like, guy opens the button, and they're like, okay, I jammed, and he had ace-jack, like, lol, standard, right? And uh, you ask a poker coach, like, what, what do you think I should have done here? And he goes, lol, standard. And then the real question is, you know, like, how do you prove that? And, uh, and when you prove that, like, can, what else can you prove? What's the cutoff point, right? And if... Uh, you find the cutoff point, like what, how, do you, how do you memorize that going in, right? So we do, uh, there's going to be about 90 questions. I'm going to set up a lot of situations. You're going to have a timer, and uh, I'm going to give you multiple choice. And then uh, it's not really like a test. Like, I mean, obviously, if you take a test in school, you're trying to get like 90, 100%, right? Uh, this is more, you know, you'll find out how good your gut instincts are, and that's good if your gut instincts so far are not matching a lot of the answers that's actually really good because the research also shows like if i just tell you something you're going to remember 20 percent of it right if i uh if i ask you a question you answer incorrectly and i correct you it's something like set you retain 70 percent of it right because it, it clicks into a different part of your mind we're there's so much data coming at us at all times of the day we're just used to like, you'll just go insane if you pay attention to everything, like, in really close detail. You know what I mean? This is why Barry needs to watch terrible movies like The Canal, you know? He needs to <laughs> switch off. On it. I'm just kidding. It was a, it's a good movie. There's a, there, there's a review up on Poker Head Rush if you guys are oh so curious, right? And uh, underneath blogs, Alex, if you want to check it out. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, if you just keyed in... Uh, it's hard to be key. if you're keyed in all the time you're you're going to lose your mind right so most of us just kind of check out during most of the stuff and unfortunately it's really hard to learn how to focus right one really great way to focus is to take a test uh to answer your own questions to think about it inquisitively and i've always done that with myself when i watch training videos i've always like a guy will ask a question and i pause and i try to write down my answer and then i compare it and I think that's why I've developed much more rapidly with the same amount of intelligence as opposed to many other regs. And uh, it's just methodology. It's not, it's not so much like talent, right? And it kind of occurred to me the other day, I was like, I've never seen like a training video really do like a test format. You know what I mean? And uh, that kind of bugs me, right? The only guy who does that who I really, who's like my favorite like video creator is uh, Matthew Jonda, right? And uh, 
he, he gets like theoretical and up in his head, but it's just so fun because he gives you all these hypotheticals and it's like, well, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And you know, I don't agree with all of his answers, but I, I like to know what my answer is before I compare it to him because sometimes I'm rushing. I'm like, I'm like, did I know that? I don't know if I knew that. Right. And then uh, it's it's one of those things like I don't think I would have done it for those reasons, right? But like once I'm thinking about his reasons, it's kind of hard to think of what, you know, like what what if I have this clear picture of what I was thinking about before and then I compare it, that's a way better compare and contrast, right? And uh, sometimes, you know, uh, this doesn't happen to me as much anymore. But when I was starting, you know, I'd have like these ideas and I'd just have them shattered, you know what I mean? When I stopped and then I questioned myself and then I uh, I put it on myself to figure that out. And I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to do that with this new webinar. It's going to be real fun. Uh, we're going to have 90 questions at least. There's going to be a lot of specific topics. So I'm going to give you uh, it, essentially, you know, you'll have like 10 questions in pre-flop, 10 questions with three bets, 10 or however it's going to be, right? Or it might be more, you know? And uh, it, there's also going to be... Uh, and whatever, you know, there's also going to be some more fun ones there that are a, lit, a bit more, uh, I think, like, uh, I don't know, esoteric would be the word, like some really tough hands. I don't really expect you guys to, like, nail, but I want you to think of your reasons, and I want you to think of how you arrive to those reasons, because a lot of times when people think of that, they go, I'm not really sure why I always do this. It's kind of just a habit, and then you see my method, and then it's like, oh, that has some clear logic behind it, right? Whereas, you know, a lot of people that don't question themselves like that, they're like, I've always done it this way, and they don't really think of why, right? Which is not the fun thing. And yeah, so anyway, it's uh, we're going to have like specific topics, and I'm going to say like, hey, if you really struggled on this one, uh, it, that like if you really struggle in pre-flop, like after the webinar is over, you can ask for a copy of why the segment was right. If you really struggle with three bet. Uh, bluffing, you can ask for a copy of you flat too much. If you really struggle with check raising, you can ask for that to check raise fool. And if you really st struggle with dissecting the dog bet, uh, <laughs> if you can get dissecting the dog bet. And if you really struggle with post flop play, your SOL because I don't have a. Uh, do you guys use the phrase SOL there? No. S, no. A S out of luck. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, you're you're S out of luck, right? Do you guys even say that? Shit, I will I like how I try to like keep this show clean and you just like, you know, you just take a poop on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, well, it's fine. Nah, it's, you know. Yeah, oh, did you see the tweet? We, we got a tweet that said, like, my eight-year-old kid just said, can we listen to that assassinato guy? He's got a lot of wisdom. And I was like, man, I am so glad <laughs> we do not cuss on this show. And then, you know, and, and then, you know, like, uh, Barry, like, right in the middle of my thinking will be like, effing hell. You know, and I'll be like, all right, okay. Uh, and, if you, and if you're listening, get to bed, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably cracking up you know it's got to be a cool dad if he's playing this for that him you know what i mean like look yeah, i like definitely. i like how he's like we're not going to listen to crappy top 40 radio you're going to listen to podcasts from guys i like you know what i mean that shows i mean seriously i mean if i if my both of my parents uh oh, excuse me both my fathers my father and my stepfather they had a real love of like talk radio right and, like, listening to, like, different concepts and kind of debating it and stuff like that. And that really taught me, like, 
oh, you know, the, the men I look up to, they're, they're really into like thinking and uh, discussing their thoughts aloud, you know what I mean? And like uh, discussing them in like a polite way, you know what I mean? Or a not so polite way if somebody was drinking, right? But uh, that was a lot different than, you know, a lot of my uh, a lot of my friends, I'm just getting their car and be like top 40 radio, like all the time. It's like, man, could you put on a non, it, it, could you, could you put on like the sports talk radio? I want to know what's going on. Right. And then, yeah, anyway. Uh, but w- what was I going to say? Oh yeah. With the webinar, uh, you get a, yeah, you do get a free webinar with it. You can ask for it before you can see what your weaknesses are in and get it after. I think it's going to be a really good time. You can test yourself. There's going to be timers. And uh, be sure to sign up for uh, the newsletter at uh, PokerHeadRush.com because we're gonna, I'm going to do a free introductory webinar to introduce the concept. So we're going to do a few of these uh, for free in an introductory webinar. And uh, we're going to start be doing it. We're going to start doing a lot of that stuff for free. I think it's going to be a good time. I'm also doing a free hand history review today. So obviously by the time you guys hear this, it, it's probably too late to check it out, but uh, I'll, I'll be putting it up on my YouTube channel as well, so uh, you guys can check out the replay. All right. And uh, we weren't going to do this question this show, but we're going to do it now because I'm just reading the one before it. It's kind of similar to the 100 NL. It's about oh, yeah. uh, playing tournaments and cash and stuff. So oh, that's funny. We'll leave, we'll leave that for another show, and we will take one from a guy that emailed in last week. Uh, Dennis Pedersen. What's up, and, Dennis? Uh, he says, Barry and Alex, thanks for using my question so promptly. I assumed it would be a much longer wait to get my question on, especially with all the pissing about you two do on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he did not say uh, that. America did, did not say did. pissing about. Are you well, sure? it says, yeah, I'm reading this verbatim from wow. my email right wow. now. Wow, I've never heard an American say pissing about. This is like when Obama just said, get in the back of the queue. <laughs> Did you see that? He must be picking it up off uh, this show. Yeah, anyway. Uh, All right, that's if, good for us. If you, have, if you have time this week, I have another question, and it is about Scoop. I was planning on playing a bunch of low buy-in Scoop events for about $400 worth of entries. Alex has convinced me to stop playing on PokerStars, but the huge guarantees and the bragging rights of the possibility of being a Scoop champion are drawing me in. I guess my question or questions is whether or not these are good enough reasons for playing these events. If this $400 was was to be spent on poker tournament entries and nothing else, would you suggest I use it for different events, maybe taking shots at higher buy-ins on other sites? Or am I justified in wanting a shot at the glory? Are either of you participating in Scoop this year? Thanks again, guys. Dennis Pedersen. No, I mean, if you want to have fun, man, I mean, if as long as you assume your money's gone in the black hole known as Turbo Stars, like, by all means, have fun. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, like, see, Barry, when you don't laugh at my jokes, that creates an awkward gap. You know what I'm saying? It just makes... You, you know why I don't think I, I laughed at it there? Because it's, it's not funny? That. <laughs> but yeah, well, there is that as well. But also, that was the reason... I think you messaged me during the week something like, oh, about Turbo Stars, I remember. So, uh, uh, good point. I told good you, point. I told oh, that's you right, that's right. I was, trying to get you, I was trying to get you some. Anyway, all right. Yeah, that's a good point. No, but I mean... It's one of the, is it, well, the, the hardest thing in the world, I think, is to get a Scottish person to laugh, is what I've noticed. Like, you guys have a really brutal 
Like, which is true. I mean, like, you guys are generally funny people, and generally it's really hard to get funny people to laugh. You know what I mean? So it's like... Well, they'll, they'll laugh at you, but yeah. trying, to, <laughs> trying to get us to laugh with you. Yeah, okay. They'll take I mean, more than turbo stuff. I kind of yeah. appreciate it because there's some, like, there's some comedians I think are just terrible, right? And I hear they just bomb in Scotland, right? Whereas, like, okay, like, Louis C.K. is, like, He's, like, a decent comic, and he's a very intelligent comic, and he makes, like, a good show and stuff, but he has so many duds in his set, right? And just so many, and this, like, I hate the crowd crap just drives me nuts, you know what I mean? And it's, like, it, it, like not, like, funny, I hate the crowd, like, I li- literally hate the crowd, right? And stuff like that, and, it, like, like, he, uh, like... I, I don't know. I just, I've, I've never found him to be like that good. I, I think the problem with like stand up is he has to come up with, like, he has a stand up special I've seen that's like really good, but the problem is he has to come up with new material like every year. And I think when he's uh, involved with all these other projects, I just don't think it's quite at the caliber it was before, right? And, uh, but like in, a, in the States, like, they just laugh at the dumbest crap, right? And it's like, I saw a video of him in like Scotland, I, I think it was Louis CK and it was just bomb, bomb. Every joke they were like, and I, you know, you literally heard someone in the front, like, that's not funny. Like, and I was just like, ah, there you go. Good job. Tell him, tell him to improve it a bit. But yeah, like there's a, you know, bring, bring it back up. But, uh, let, let's see, like with the scoop, you know, have fun with it. You know what I mean? If you're gonna, if you're gonna play the, if you're gonna play the scoop, you're gonna play, if this four hundred dollars is something you can lose, then by all means have fun. You know, go for a shot at the glory, but realize it's probably not going to happen. I mean, these are big events; it's really hard to get deep. But yeah, uh, you know, have fun. Uh, just uh, make sure it's an amount of money you can lose because it's a very like, uh, it, you know, it's a it, it's a very variance ridden tournament, right? It's really hard to get to those like meaty spots. Uh, but yeah, have fun. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with playing some of these. Uh, big shot tournaments, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with playing a couple of them. Uh, whether I'm going to be playing scoop or not, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm really busy these days. I, I just, I, I don't, for the love is a hard reason to put my life in suspension. It's like, uh, like when you play these scoop tournaments, I mean, like a scoop, a scoop is not that many hands. It's like, it's like five thousand. It, it's like Last time, last scoop I played, I played all the high stakes tournaments. It was fifty thousand dollars, and I got like five thousand hands in. Do you know how easy it is to run bad for five thousand hands? And I was going deep in a bunch of tournaments, right? It's just not that much, right? Because you're playing like a hundred, couple hundred uh, hands per pop, you know. And then uh, it, it's uh, the stars regs are just, you know, like when they don't know what to do, they just like jam early with a draw, and it's like, okay, you call and you got to fade it. And, you know, if you fade it, it's a good time, but, like, uh, you know, I'll, there will be times you don't do it, and, like, that gets really expensive. So I, I just – and, like, you know, I'm not going to be, like, changing my whole schedule. I don't really I don't really see the point in engaging in that kind of variance, and I'm not going to change my entire schedule around for, like, 200s and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll play some of them, but uh, we'll see, man. I'm having a lot of time. I'm having a lot of fun, like, making content, enga- engaging – uh, my audience and like working with the people that's uh that's a, that's a, that's been pretty fun you know what i mean that's a 
By the way, more people than ever want a lesson now that I've shut them down. <laughs> Very, like yeah, I've got no, you can't have it. Yeah, yeah I bet. but I mean, this is good. You know, I think a lot of people do this thing. It's like I'll get a I'll get a lesson with Alex. You know what I mean? Once I got the money, and then they get the money. It's like ah, uh, you know, once I get a little bit more money, it's like now now uh, now in the future I'm gonna be like I'm coming back for two weeks. You get your crap together for this two weeks. Otherwise, we're not doing it, right? Like, and then. I think I think there's a good thing about that, you know what I mean? This is something like Tool, like the band Tool uh, does a really good job of. Like, they go away for a time, and then when they come back, they're like, you better bitch, get your act together and, like, come to our show. Otherwise, you're not going to see us for another couple of years, right? And sure enough, they just sell out stadiums, right? Whereas everybody else just stays on tour for, you know, endlessly and grinds himself out, and the shows suck, and nobody runs to see them because they'll just see them in another nine months when they come through again. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it works themselves down. Yeah, so feel free to throw your money into Scoop and take a shot, and good luck to you. But I was actually thinking about playing a couple because I, I do for for me just now especially, I would rather play turbos just now. I know I know you joke about turbos. Yeah, I mean they're stuff, fun. They're fun. For me, I, I, I personally, just now myself, I don't want to sit and play, you know, eight, ten hours in an MTT or seven, eight hours even or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, it's just like, obviously that's going in with the hope, which you do every time, like, you might get deep. You know, you've got to be prepared to do that. I remember right. when I used to play a lot, sometimes like you were saying, when you weren't feeling too great, like, ah, oh, you put it up anyway. You're just like, what am I doing? I don't even want to sit here. Like, I... Part of me doesn't even want to make the final, you know. <laughs> Maybe not as much as that, but like uh, you want to bust, you're not uh, really bothered if you bust, and that's a horrible. No, I mean, I, I I was there for a while, man. It was one of those things where it was like, if I bust, yeah, it was one of those things like I'll just you know I'll just go play PlayStation, like whatever, right? Like I was just. And then I kind of realized, like, man, I got to get really back to wanting to win. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you cultivate that? And it's like, well, you do it on film, you know, and then you show people what's up. But, yeah, yeah. continuing, I didn't mean to interrupt you, sorry. Yeah, no, I just think it's a, it's a bad place to be, especially right. if you're semi-professional or professional. It's, yeah, it's you are You are better not playing on days like that, you know. <laughs> but... Yeah, take, take a shot. Good, good luck to you, as, as we say, sort of thing. You know, somebody has to win it. You know, it's yeah, always... it's a, yeah, have fun with it. But, like, yeah, it's one of those... Man, I still, like, when I get deep in a tournament, it's still, like... Like, it, it, there's, like, a feeling that goes up my spine. It's, like, uh, like the same thing, like, when you, when you rap in front of, like... I, I mean, like, uh, even though I choked in this battle, like, what... The the camera footage didn't really do a good job. I didn't really like the the people we worked with for the uh, the Cannon versus Assassinato battle, right? Uh, they kind of like it was like 300 people in like what looked like an airplane hangar, you know what I mean? And then uh, to have like 300 people like react to your every line, it's like a heroin high. And there's there's times like when I'm deep in a tournament, it's like that, you know what I mean? It's just like oh my god, this is such an incredible feeling. And it's like one of the things I miss about Scoop, and I, I like, I, I think another site's going to, I fr- I frankly think PokerStars is done. I think they've done too much to offend their players. Uh, I, I don't really think, I, I mean, in like, to their, to their credit, I don't think they want the high stakes players. I don't think they want, like, the good players. I think they want to make a site that's more of a casino site, right? And I think mm-hmm. they're going to get their wish. 
right? So you can play a couple tournaments there for fun, but you can't base your life around it, right? And I always think I've always been crying about how, like, uh, PokerStars has always been a bit, there's been an element of this, right? But they, Amaya has, like, doubled, tripled down and put the house on it, right? And uh, it, I just think it's, but, like, I remember, like, back in the day when PokerStars was still, like, you know, poker stars, right? Like big old first prizes, incredible customer service, stuff like that, right? And it was like, I remember when you made a day two of like a W Coop main event, like there was like, there was one time I was, I was living in a, this is a Jesus Lord. This was a, what was this? I was 20, 21, 22, uh, I, 2010. So yeah, this is six years back. I was living in this apartment and uh, I'd gone broke backing, right? Like, I'd been in a mansion with a private beach, like, the year before. And I had made every dumb life choice you could make, you know, as far as the drug use and trusting money you shouldn't do with people. And I knew it was my fault. So that didn't stop me from whining about it constantly. But, you know, being an insufferable prick. But uh, I, I still, I, I put myself in this, like, garbage apartment, right? And... uh the guys I was with, who I spent, like, tens of thousands of dollars on, I was like, hey, uh, you know, they left. Uh, we bought, like, TVs together and a lot of stuff together, and I, I just left all their stuff, right? And uh, there, I didn't even ask for, like, a cut of it if they sold it or anything, right? I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, these guys didn't steal from me. It, just a backing deal didn't go r well. But, like, to me, it's like, okay, so anyway, they send me a chair of mine, and, uh, or, well, we had, like, five of the same chairs, and the chair I got happened to have the broken wheel, right? And uh, so I, I, have a, I have a chair with, uh, you know, it's supposed to have four wheels. It's got three, right? And uh, I'm on this $30 desk because I really started back. I, I literally went broke. Like, I, I lost every dollar I had, right? And uh, they, uh, yeah, I, I, I pre... If you guys are listening, I, I appreciate the one with the broken wheel. Good on you. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, what? I, by the way, it could have been an accident. Who knows, right? I mean, uh, uh, those chairs were pretty wonky to begin with, right? But yeah, anyway. Uh, so I'm like, I got this like three wheeled chair. Uh, <laughs> this chair like missing a leg, right? And I've got this thirty dollar desk, and I'm in this apartment in Moravia. Uh, Costa Rica, it's literally near like, uh, it's literally near a river where the sewer empties into. So when it gets real hot, you can smell the crap. Like, uh, you know, just the, that smell. Just like fetid. Oh, that's such it's a good word. Fitting. Uh, no, fitting. Fitting, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fetid too. It's fittingly fetid in this final yeah. foray into my effed up fantasy <laughs> like but uh yeah so anyway it was uh yeah it, so anyway like you know that's like permeating the air and there's flies around right and like you would make day two of like a w coop 10k and it was like you would go for a run you'd be like yo man this world is beautiful <laughs> like this is like the colors were so vibrant right when you're running like before you go to that day too right because you and you would look around at people like going to their job and you'd feel so bad for them because it was like they do not have an opportunity today to change their life right they do not have that opportunity right and then you would realize like no matter what happens like having that opportunity is there's a lot of science that says now like people having a goal who believe they can change their situation 
a lot of not a lot of things neurologically happen. Your brain starts to regenerate. Your you know you start thinking healthier. You start being more relaxed. You start being more optimistic. And th- then I realize I realize now like I didn't need a WCOOP 10K to feel like that to like feel that way. I needed like I needed to be playing tournaments that if I lost the buy and it didn't hurt. It should hurt a little, but not that much, right? But if you want, it still felt great. Like, maybe it wasn't, like, on the scale of, like, 1 to 10, how good does it feel? Maybe it wasn't a 10, but it was a solid 6 or a 7, right? And then every day you could feel like, I got a chance to change things, right? And uh, it's really good to, like, do that on your own money or, like, sell pieces through NTT Market and, like, you know, really grind it up and, uh, you know, really put in the work and not really worry about like, you know, being on the front of these magazines or anything like that. Because uh, I'll be honest with you, a lot of those guys took some shots that were pretty stupid and they got, they got lucky. You're seeing the ones that got lucky, right? You're not seeing the 90% of guys that just faded away. Right. And most of these guys you see three years later, they're broke. Right. And uh, of course, nobody covers that. Right. Like nobody wants to write that article. Hey, we saw. Oh yeah. I mean, it stares you in the face when you play a scoop and you look in the lobby. You know, yeah. there's thousands of people that aren't going to win it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or, or even get close to the final table. It stares you, you know? in the face. I remember, dude, I had like an existential crisis. Uh, I was playing at the Venetian, and I don't know what happened. I like went to stretch. I love the Venetian. I love Vegas poker. I, lo- I love playing live tournaments. But like... I went for a stretch, and I saw all these people. I'm like, hey, that's that dude. He was on 2004 WSOP. He did real good. And that guy, he did real good on 2007, like a WPT. And this guy did real good. And I'm looking there, and they're all, like, begging for money for some background. They looked, like, terrible, dude. Looked like they were doing drugs, and they looked like two, uh, one of them was way too fat. One was too skinny. And then they still have this glint in their eyes that people get, like, at the Baccarat table, which I don't get. Right. Like I've never I've never had that in my life. Right. Like and I'm I'm thinking like that's what they're doing. Right. And, you know, and you remember these guys like they always interview. What are you going to do with the money? Right. And it's like, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pursue a career as a concert pianist. That's what I've always wanted to do. You know, I don't know if I'll be any good at it, but I mean, I thought it'd be really fun to do if I could kind of retire. And it's like, well, that's a worthy goal. That sounds great. Or, you know, like I wanted to be a playwright or I wanted to be a writer or I, I wanted to make a shelter for dogs or I wanted to, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff like that. My, my dogs like that idea. You can hear it hear them <laughs> right now. Right. But they're, uh, yeah, they go gaga Google when the assistant shows up, but like, uh, they, uh, but like you would hear all these like wonderful goals or it's like, and then there's it, they're sitting there without a dollar, you know what I mean? And <laughs> you talk to them, it's like, you know, and I used to always follow up on these guys. Like when I met them, it's like, Hey man, did you do that? You know? Cause I always played poker because I wanted to do other stuff, you know what I mean? And poker was a great way to make good money on my own terms. Right. And, uh, but not, none of the guys I was looking up to were doing that. Right. Like a lot of times people go like, Oh, he got out the game man. he, he dropped off. I'm like, the guy bought a house and now he's taking care of his kids. That guy's, yeah. that's the most professional dude I know. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? He probably still plays a little, but he doesn't care if you know. You know what I mean? Maybe he's going to make, you know, he's, you know, and I get to meet these guys and I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, you know, my brother and I open a business, you know, it's not, it's not terribly productive, but we have fun doing it. It's like, that guy's my hero, right? Like that dude, that dude's my hero, right? Those people, I think like how you're feeling like does reflect in your body and your gait 
and how you hold yourself. You know what I mean? You can always pick those guys apart, right? Because they don't look like sickly deaf. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how many guys, man, I can't tell you. It's weird to me how many guys like do not own a home, like, off of all the money they've made from poker. And you think about that. That's probably one of the first things you should buy if you you, you make a ton of money, right? Because, like, you know, you get, God forbid you, uh, you get, like, a rare form of cancer or something. It's like, all right, you know, I'll leave my wife and the kids this, right? And this is something like, this is a, shel- this is a shelter you just provided them for the next hundred years if you want, you know, even though, God for, you know, God forbid you left this earth, right? And, like, they'll make a, mil- they'll make a million dollars, and like a house in their country will be like 120 and like a thousand, and they'll they they won't buy one. And it's like I gotta play the 50k, man. I got I gotta be sick. You know what I mean? I need everybody to look at me and say that's a great poker player. It's like is that really worth it, man? Like is that? I don't get it, man. I I don't get it. Like I just don't get it. Yeah, it's different wiring, I think. You know, DJ's going to DJ, as they say. Yeah, and then, I mean, and you and I, I think, grew up, grew up pretty broke, so, like, money means something different to you and I, you know what I mean? And then uh, I think a lot of these kids grew up with money, and they think it's always going to be around, right? Because, I mean, to be fair to them, if that's how it was, that's how it was, you know what I mean? And uh, but, but, yeah, also, I'm blaming you guys as well. In the words of Adam Carolla, 26 is the new 12. So, you know, every, <laughs> uh, you know. Every, everybody goes back home, and that's the thing I can't stand is, like, when these guys have been playing poker for, like, two years, like, berate my friend who's been playing for seven, and he's not where he wants to be, but he, he works on his game, like, every day, right? And I'm like, hey, man, don't – took me ten years to really figure out this game and write my book about poker and feel good about it, you know what I mean? Don't, don't rip this guy, you know what I mean? And uh, it pisses me off because I know these guys, like – you know, when they get tired of poker, they're just, Mom, I'm done with poker. Uh, can you put me back in college? And it's like, it's like, yeah, man, you were never a professional to begin with because you always had that safety net. You know what I mean? You weren't pro- probably when you didn't, you couldn't pay your bills. You called up your dad and he said, you know, this poker thing's real stupid. You know what I mean? But he paid a few. I mean, you know, the crazy thing about poker is like, there's no licensing committee or anything, right? Like I have to you know, that guy has just as, you know, that guy can call himself, I was going to say is just as much of a right, he does not. Uh, but, like, he can call himself a professional poker player, my friend can call himself a professional poker player, and nobody knows the difference, right? And it's a, uh, I don't know, there's, like, a, everybody who knows a professional poker player, this is, these are the professional poker players you meet. Guy who has to brag about being a professional poker player, right, which is usually not a very good one. Guy who goes to the casino all the time and his parents are worried about him. Young guy that won't move out of his parents' house. And uh, he tells everybody he's a professional poker player. That's the guy you're really likely to know, right? You're not really likely to know the guy who, like, kind of hangs out in his house and plays, like, uh, you know, he plays 2-4 for, like, four hours a day and spends the rest, you know, and then when he gets done, he takes care of, the, you know, picks the kids up from school, right? You're really not likely to know that guy because unless you meet him at a PTA meeting, like, what's, What's the chances you're going to meet that guy, right? So the whole public has this view of professional poker players that's dramatically skewed toward the dumbasses, right? And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That bugs me. So, yeah, anyway, uh, thank you guys for enjoying uh, the ranting hour with Alexander Fitzgerald. Barry, thank you for grunting a few times. You know, your, che- <laughs> your check's in the mail, so don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. You got, a, you got a pretty sweet gig here, man. You hit the record yes. button. 
a therapy. Uh, I'm just yeah. sitting listening. <laughs> yeah, I just bat- I just battle for an hour freestyle versus Barry. Yeah. Barry, Barry never rebuttal. Barry gets one or two rebuttals in. His round lengths are 20 seconds. Mine are 56 minutes and 57 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, did you see the battle? No, no, not yet. <laughs> You're the worst, dude. Do you, know, do you know what? Wait a minute. I could actually go like this right now. If uh, Just before I was coming on here uh, to do this, like the time before it, I had like, you know, about thirty minutes. And listen, listen. If we, if this will come through the speakers, let me see. You hear that? Nope. It's I. No, it's not coming through. Oh, it's probably because I got headphones in. Oh yeah. Um, that'll do it. Uh, I, anyway, long story short, I've actually clicked play on it. I'm one minute thirteen seconds in, but it had it's eighteen minutes twenty six. The video. <laughs> And it wouldn't mean being, it wouldn't mean being late for you. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to watch you say after this. I will. I will this is watch great. This. this gives me an excuse to bring it up every uh, lesson. Well, why don't you say it? Why don't you say sorry to me by embedding it in the post? And then yeah, everybody go ahead and check it. Check out. Oh, reminder: there is a giveaway associated with that that's still going on. Three categories: whoever can get a whoever can get a screenshot closest to a thousand views. Uh, without going under, uh, get, gets a free copy of The Professional's Mindset or Master Poker with one hour a day. Uh, the best, like, observation comment, make an observation about the battle. It can be good or bad. It doesn't, whatever. Or not the best. We're going to pick them out randomly. Like, just, you know, show these people we care. Put some comments, put some views on it. And also your favorite quote. Uh, you can put a quote in. And we also, I opened up the floor to, like, memes, right? Memes, whatever you call them. And uh, there's really easy meme generator. You just take a screenshot and you put something in there that uh, whatever you think is funny, whatever is the best one of those, I'm going to give a free webinar to. We've had a couple of good ones so far, just using the lyrics. Uh, those are going up on the Twitter and stuff like that. And it's a, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, did you see my uh, gun extension slow motion that they used in the intro? <laughs> No. Oh, they used some slow-mo footage of me. Like, during my, one of my gun bars, I made a joke, and, like, I, I, I did this thing where I was like, it's a Okay, there used to be a thing in, like, URL, which is the more, like, street battle league. It was like you talked about how big your guns were, right? And then it started kind of turning into a comedic thing. Like, you know, uh, you know, I got a gun so big, I could fire a little Bow Wow out of it, right? And stuff like that. And then... And then uh, now people are just making it a joke, right? And it's so fun. Like, and I had a really good one and a Canon one. And I had another, like, gun so big bar here. And just as a joke, I tried to, like, outline my gun that was seven feet long. And I, you know, I was like an albatross around my neck, right? And uh, they put it in the intro like it was something serious with all their <laughs> animations. I just feel like a dumbass when I see it. I was like, I look like one of those wannabe, especially with my shirt in that battle. I look like every typical wankster, right? Like doing the gun bars. I was like, no, it's a joke. It's tongue in cheek. I don't mean this. It's irony. Yeah, it is pretty. It's pretty ironic. My. I always try to make my gun bars like really stupid so people realize I'm joking. 
And yeah. uh, like, but there's sometimes people are like, man, what are you packing at home, man? Like, and I'm like nothing. Like, I don't keep a yeah, gun. Super soaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we, you know, yeah, I keep a skimitar. I spent some time in the Middle East. Like, no, I don't have it. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you, like, no, I don't keep a gun in my house. I don't, you know, like, uh, I, I guess I could, I don't know. Actually, I don't think I could in this country because you need a, the, the Costa Rican government said, uh, owning a gun is a is a privilege not a right so it's not really afforded to foreigners but yeah anyway i guess we should wrap this uh, this puppy up yeah okay so how can people get in touch with you for ballistics and ammunition <laughs> <laughs> and uh private no not private coaching how can people get in touch with the alex fitzgerald multimedia corp yeah uh, <laughs> webinar services youtube channels newsletters etc you've got one minute see if you can do it all right if if you guys want to sign up if you guys want to sign up for our next gun cruise me and uh uh barry are going to be going to latvia to where he originally learned how to fire m16s and i'm going to be joining them this time but now uh go to uh pokeredrush.com sign up uh that's pretty much all you got to do pokeredrush.com sign up for the newsletter that's your big thing and you'll get you know uh Make sure when you get the first email, market is important or whatever on your email client, so it doesn't go into uh, doesn't go on your spam. But they, yeah, that's a if you want all the free stuff that's coming out, that's all you need to do. And uh, yeah, Twitch.tv slash the Assassinato. If you want to see what else we got cooking, PokerEdwards.com is also a good time. Lots of new lots of new blogs. People people love the lifestyle blogs, like what you know. What's it like to be a professional poker player? You can read about it. And, uh, yeah, <coughs> apparently it's a lot of smoking uh, f- from that. that uh, whew, yeah, that was bad. All right. We're good. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, keep your questions coming in. Uh, questions at com on email. And we'll get them read out next week or following show. Until then, cheers. Cheers. Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in, and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most jackpot poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with jackpot poker. Play it now at America's Card Room.